You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again for a Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers recap episode, the penultimate week of season 35. It's so hard to believe that we are right at this point of another season of Survivor. And as always, there's plenty to talk about, plenty to discuss, and plenty to look ahead towards next week as we do get into the finale. And it's a pleasure to welcome back to the show the first time I can't even honestly remember the last time we would have had her on the show. It's been a couple of years uh, from Survivor Philippines, one of our favourites, R.C. Sainamore. R.C., welcome back to the show. It's been too long. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I actually remember, and I think it's been four years. Four years. Wow. That's how, that how we made it that long. That's not good enough. Come on. <laughs> I, it feels like it was just yesterday. Scary enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, wow. Time flies when you're having fun. But um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you back here because, um, I mean, this, this season of Survivor, I guess, has um, not necessarily sold a lot of fans. A lot of people, I think, have kind of not been too high up on this season. But I'm always intrigued to get sort of, sort of new perspectives from, uh, I guess, former players along the way i mean we're a week away from the end but i mean have, how have you found this yes. season are you are you on the hate bandwagon or the love bandwagon um okay so it's really tough for me i think like when you're an ex-player you have so many different lenses that you watch the show with and so in terms of being a fan yeah it's a terrible season am <laughs> i like hating it, hating hating it no i'm not because i don't think i ever hate hate a season enough to not watch it and so they still have my attention, but I probably watch it on DVR like a couple of days later instead of being like, oh, it's Wednesday. I can't wait to watch it and see who gets voted out. I'm sort of not there. I'm happy the season's ending. I think that it was quasi entertaining, but I think it was probably, you know, way too heavily produced this year mm-hmm. um, with like producers influence. And I also think that the players are different kind of players this year. They talk differently than players have done in the past, which is an interesting way to sort of watch and listen. Uh, I don't know if it's good or bad. I I feel this season, I've kind of said it a lot, this is going to be like a, a Nicaragua or a Vanuatu in that, like, yeah, straight after an All-Star season, it's generally yeah. not liked, and that over time, I feel that this might get appreciated more, you know, in five years' time or something like that, because I think it's just, it feels so similar to kind of, particularly Nicaragua, that got so much, like, people just did not like that, because it came straight after Heroes vs. Villains, and a lot of people complained yes. a lot about the gameplay and things like that. I, I just feel this is going to be yeah. a very similar, whereas Nicaragua, I feel, is slowly getting a bit more appreciation over time. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, there's certain characters that are really good and interesting, right? Like, mm. oh, I mean, I don't root for them. I don't want anybody to win. But <laughs> if they were brought back on another season, I wouldn't be like, you know, I wouldn't feel like it was awful and undeserved, right? So you have some great gameplay in Ben. Even Christy is annoying and like nails in a chalkboard, <laughs> as I find that woman. Like, she actually is playing. So you you have to give her, you know some love for that she's not just sitting there like an ashley where you're like really and by the way i only remembered her name because i watched the episode right before coming on with you (laughs) (laughs) otherwise i might be like scratching like ryan i only know that name devin i only know that name because i watched it 10 minutes ago i mean when you cannot remember these players names it's not really going to be a great season i'm glad we didn't get you on the week that jp went home because i think people are still forgetting that he was even on this season because he was that invisible yeah (laughs) Well, him and Cody, right? Cody? No. Uh, Cole, no, I confuse him with the big maybe, brother guy. Or... 
the other young guy. Cole, what was his you'd name? be thinking of Cole. Cole, yeah. yes. Cole and JP went back to back, and I, I thought they were the same person. <laughs> well, I guess the difference is we saw JP very little. Cole shirtless fell yes. over because he didn't eat enough. Um. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's kind of, I, I mean, I, I admit I, I really enjoyed, I've actually really enjoyed this season because I really like the characters this season and I kind of feel that, like, there's so many little subtle funny moments that this season will kind of over time, like, you know, when Mario yeah. Lanza eventually does, like, Funny 115 Part 4, you know, in, a, you know, 10 years or whatever it is, I swear this will have a lot of funny little moments in it. But um, it's I think we've got a very open Final Five. I, I think kind of it's it's one of these ones that... It's, it's, it's interesting kind of seeing who's there and kind of what the chances are because... You know, yeah. you could possibly make arguments for pretty much each of them. I mean, there's ones that would have Everyone. less chance, but it's it's Absolutely. it's weird, isn't it? I don't know when the last time we would have had a final five this open. No, I thought Ashley was the only one who was never going to win, right? But, mm. like, I definitely think everyone can make an argument for anybody even up there. It just depends on who they sit with and who's on the jury. Um, I thought Christy and Ryan were goners, right? And then that other final four or five were going to make it, make a run for it, and then, you know, get Mike out at the end or something. Um, and then that would be anybody's game. But all of a sudden, this episode, it's like, or two episodes ago, it was like the switch, and all of a sudden, Christy and Ryan are back in the fold. I don't get it. I don't get how these people cast people aside, stay to their face, I don't want you to win, I, won't, I want you voted out, you're next. And then the next week, they join forces again, and final three deals. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like... It's interesting because I think kind of like, I guess in the four years since we've had you on, RC, I mean, this is how this game has shifted so much, hasn't it? And the fact that alliances are so rare that they stay past a certain point because we kind of have this whole voting block scenario that you just have tribal by tribal. And it's, I mean, I think we were trying to work this out recently. Maybe Worlds Apart was the last time we kind of had a solid alliance with the the blue collars that kind of were trying to take Mike out, but they just couldn't do it. And then kind of Cambodia came along with the whole voting block. So really every season in the thirties has kind of just followed this trend. Does that, if, I mean, you come back to play again, do you feel that that is a a strong way of playing or do you kind of feel we need to go back to like looking at how these alliances kind of hold strong for a while? Well, so um, number one, I think this is very indicative of production, right? Because before I, or when I played production, didn't like switch up the tribes as much. And so I think you have, like all these like swappings every week because there's so many different players that have trust or had to, you know, gain each other's trust week to week to week just to survive. Um, Number two, I find this very much like big brother style where like the head of household or the person who's in charge that's wearing the idol or whatever says, Oh, this is the way I want to go. And everyone's just like, Oh, well it's not me. So I'm okay with it. Um, Do I think it's a smart way of playing? No, because I think you live in fear constantly of who's your ally. Where is this game going? You never know where it's going. You never, like, are pretty solid with anybody. I don't understand how players can go out there and play like that. It makes zero sense to me. But in the other sense, I put my complete trust in two people or three people, and I got stabbed in the back very early on. And so what I've learned is that you had to get them before they get you. And mm. I think people are really playing that to heart these days and just getting a little bit paranoid and doing it. It's it's so fascinating, too, that kind of with this style of play, it's 
you don't really come out of a season with a winner, and this is not to take away from any of the winners from yes. the last five seasons, but you don't yep. come out thinking like, wow, they were a great winner. Like, it's it's kind of... Jeremy really in the last five seasons has maybe been the only one where you yes. would be like, great game, fantastic. So, like, And it's not to take away from Sarah, from Michelle, from Adam, from, from Mike, but they kind of add all these different elements to their win, whereas you don't get somebody controlling the game for long periods of time anymore. No. Um, I think that someone... Sorry, I think it could have been Penner. I learned a lot from Penner playing on the island with him and then afterwards sort of diagnosing what happens. And I think because I was in it, I understand it a little bit more. And so Penner told me, you don't make a move till seven. You don't want to be in the front where anybody's looking at you. You want someone else to be there so they get the shot. And so take last week, Lauren, Lauren, Laura, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, yeah. Got it. Because she was the most vocal one and she corralled the troops and her plan was brilliant. But the problem was it was her saying it. So it's like this double-edged sword. If you step up and try to create your own fate, it's wonderful because you get the tides to turn on your end and it's like your agenda, but you're going to be the one that's targeted next and you're gone unless you're Ben and production just hands you idols. <laughs> Which is really seemingly, I've seen a lot of um, social media sort of comments from particularly former players about this whole, like, production influence. I, I saw Corinne very vocal about, kind of, production's <laughs> influence. I know it's, you know, Corinne's very vocal about pretty much it's everything. Corinne. But, um, <laughs> I mean, do you, so do you honestly believe that there really has been, kind of, actual deliberate place here by production to, you know, give, sort of, Ben situations where idols are really easy for him to find? I mean, okay, so the long and short of it is an idol was put on the island, right? Anybody could have found it, Right. Ben found it. So one's to say, when did they put it out there? Did anybody look? We don't really know anything of this is happening, right? And so I remember walking through the forest and trying to, like, see the camera guy. Because you know you've seen the show a million times that, like, someone walks past something and then mm-hmm. the camera guy zooms in I on it. I always see. I so, always watch this show going, why don't people follow the cameraman yes. lead more? Because I would assume you yeah. film, the cameramen are filming stuff that's going on. So, oh, something must be going on over there. I better follow the cameraman. <laughs> yes. So I don't understand. And if you go off on your own, if you're, uh, this is a secret, if you're alone, camera guys will not follow you. Um, you have to be in a pair of two because if you're doing it by yourself, you're alone. Like it's not, it's not interesting. They're just wasting film. And so there has to be a plan of why a camera guy is following you. Um, so I, I don't know how fair it is. I just think that idols are not easy to find as everyone keeps saying yet. Yeah, Week after week after week, certain people get it and certain people don't, right? Ashley never got an idol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't make sense to her story. Production didn't want her to win, you know? And then someone like Dr. Mike finds one. Or I call him Tony. I don't even know what his name is. The old oh, Joe, uh, when Joe was in. Joe, yeah, 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 yeah. Tony 2.0, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like certain reasons certain people get it. And it's like better for storyline. And I think that they changed the way idols are found or played to sort of help create more drama because that's what they need. Which, I mean, this was what a lot of people talked about when Russell was involved, obviously, and kind of they brought in rules, which were sort of like Russell rules that he was, quote, finding them too easy, so they tried to make them harder to find. 
I mean, I think it was Nicaragua where they actually just literally had symbols on a clue. Like, they didn't have any words. Whereas now, like, you very rarely even get a clue. These are just found walking in the jungle getting water. I mean, it's kind of... Do, do they even bother giving clues? Because this is why I think they have to do these efforts of you found half an idol, the other half will be at yeah, your... Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, this is under the shelter. Yeah. Oh, it's up in the tree. Poke a stick to get it yeah. through like they did a few seasons ago. So it's kind of like they've yeah. given up on clues. They expect people to find them. It's just more about the efforts in finding the idol. Yeah. So it's interesting because I really fell in love with Survivor Season 1 through 10, right? Mm -hmm. I really kind of stopped watching somewhere in, like, the higher teens. And then I came back when Russell played because everyone was talking about it. And then that's what inspired me to obviously apply and go on the show. And I remember thinking, like, I'm really, like, a player that would have been appreciated, like, Season 1 through 10. I don't think I was a good player in Season 25, which I played in. But what I experienced in 25 is nothing like 35 or 36. I don't even know what season we're on. Like the game has been sped up so much and so quickly. Like if I was ever to go back on the Island, I don't even know how I would play because you always try to learn from your mistakes, but my mistakes are like not even like normal mistakes for what's going on these days. Mm. So, I mean, in one sense, it's really interesting, right? It's like the progression of what's going on. But the other side of it is it's really hard to figure it out and yeah. like stay on top of it. And like, you know, have a leg up on anybody else. Yeah, I'm very similar because, like, uh, yeah, I'm a day one viewer, so I've kind of I've been with this show since the beginning, and it's kind of, you know, shows develop, shows change. Obviously, for this show to be on air for nearly 20 years, it has to change. But it's yeah. kind of it's it's interesting to just see how it is because you know it's not just idols now. We're getting a. Uh, an advantage every second episode and things like this, which look, I'm not personally that against because again, it's a development of the game, but it's yeah. sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's just how we kind of have the way it's styled kind of going back to no alliances really anymore. And this whole notion of a survivor yeah. resume, which I don't necessarily think is really a, a thing. I think this is kind of just a modern thing, which you didn't used to have to have a survivor. Did, did Denise no. ever talk about a survivor resume? I mean, like were those urds, yes. words uttered, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Listen, everyone votes a different way, right? And yeah. so it's really hard to predict how I voted versus how other people voted, right? But like, I sort of voted in. You screw me over, I'm not voting for you. <laughs> like, yes. I don't. I would do be that. so like that. Why, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't understand how Sarah won because it's like she stabbed every one of a of her alliance members in the back, and they still turned around and voted for her. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that there's definitely like this, oh, I did this, I did that, you should vote for me because I'm the best. And honestly, whenever people talked about that, when I was sitting on, on you know, the jury, I wanted to puke. Because really, I just wanted to be there myself. So when they're talking about how great they are, all they did, I'm like, F you, you voted me out, I hate you, I just want to go back to New York. <laughs> and like, I think a lot of people have that response to it too. And so honestly, someone should just play nice guy that's it and so i think devin tried to do that in this episode in like getting up and hugging ashley like too late buddy yeah. you're not getting her vote i can't <laughs> even imagine like you gotta play jury votes when you hit that island day one it's not at the end where you're gonna hug someone and be like good game yeah and you screwed her over. How do you think that's going to affect someone like Ben? Because, I mean, I kind of think that Ben was in such a good social position for a while. But, I mean, all of a sudden, Chrissy obviously was very anti-Ben and just kind of... Yeah. He, he played very cockily at that tribal, didn't he? I mean, I think that's got to be the first time somebody has played an idol before even people have gone, like, literally that cocky and saying, like, Jeff, before you even go and read the votes, before you do this, he's my idol. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, that's not how I would have played it. It's very hard. Like, the number one thing that players get wrong constantly when they go out there is that their ego gets to them. And your ego gets to you in everything in life. Think about it to our listeners. If you're ever somewhere and someone's, like, talking very pompously about themselves, realize what your response next is. And usually it's, like, to make yourself feel better or, like, to make, you know, I don't know, your life a little bit sound better. I don't know. But it's just it's people's egos. And so I think Ben played it so amazing the week before. He played like he's going home, like he has no idol, blah, blah, blah. And then, boom, had the idol and completely flipped the game. That, that was amazing, right? And I think that won him a lot of jury votes. And that also, like, solidified when everyone keeps calling him, like, the master or, like, a game player. Mm-hmm. This episode, I think he got cocky. I think he was like, oh, I found it. I'm going to find another one. And he just sort of whipped it out. And he tried a little bit to get an alliance with Ashley and Devin. But it didn't work. And I think he should have tried to use it a little bit smarter and better. Obviously, he's there and he knows the players. But to to say that Mike is the swing vote and then to target him and say, oh, no, we have to get him out. No, Mike's always been the swing vote. You should have kept him under your wing the entire time. Mm. And you should have gone for someone like Chrissy, who you know, oh, well, Chrissy had the necklace. Then you should have gone for Ryan, you know, like the next head of the snake and gathered those troops. So I just don't think he played it very smartly. And so, I mean, coming now with a five, because, I mean, five is kind of, I guess, similar to a seven in that you've got a, an odd number and that you've got a yes. possibility for a swing. So do you feel he has any base now to kind of work with anyone? Because kind of going on just obviously what you're explaining, I mean, who's going to want to side with him really at this point? <sighs> Unfortunately not. I mean, I think this is what I think, but I could be wrong. Um, he's targeted Mike, and so Mike knows he's gunning for him now, so that's dead in the water, mm-hmm. right? Devin just made a final three with Christy and Ryan, and so, and I think that Ben has solidified his quote-unquote survivor resume, and he looks really good, and he's a huge threat. And so I think all eyes are on Ben, but what Devin and Ryan don't realize is that Christy has a pretty good resume herself. Or what they're looking at is Dr. Mike has a lot of friends over there that feel sorry for him that he's sort of been, you know, or he could be the Troyzan of that other <laughs> season where he was just there and brought along and no one actually gave two shits about him. <laughs> so, I mean, you just don't know because there's probably a lot more dynamic and like social standings that are happening that we just unfortunately don't get to see. And like you could see how pompous Chrissy is. It's her name. Chrissy's yeah, name, yeah, right? Yeah. How pompous she is that, that Ben, like, you know, the eagle got to him and he said, boom, bl- bomb. And she's like, it's not a bomb. Like, it was so nasty. I can't imagine too many people like that. Yeah, Chrissy, she's really, I think her edit's fallen away in particular because she was my preseason pick to win. So I've kind of been rooting for her really? a long way. But um, I've never oh, correctly predicted a winner at all. Uh, so <laughs> I'm getting close with this one. But um, yes. I, I feel, yeah. I don't know if she's falling into that trap now where she might make it to the end and kind of be the, quote, older woman who sort of doesn't really get any, you know, sort of love at the end. I mean, I know sort of your season, you know, Denise won. It's a different season. But, I mean, kind of post-Denise, you know, when you look at people like Sherry, Monica, um, who else? There's been a few others. I'm going blank on who else. But um, uh, Missy, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's. I know they're all different gameplays and I know there's kind of, you know, pros and cons for each of them. But I think... I mean, to me, Chrissy's probably played an incredibly strong game, but I just feel that she's... She has. She is losing a bit of sway now, kind of, at the end here. 
she's a bull in a china shop. I mean, to target Ashley over Ben is like the stupidest decision ever. <laughs> but then Ben did that too, right? Ben was like so animate about one person and then like missed it that someone else wanted someone else. I mean, I don't know. You just have to be smart. But at the end of the day, this is episode, not episode day 34. Mm-hmm. They're tired. They're hangry. You know, they haven't been sleeping. They haven't been eating. People are trying to get them every five seconds. Like I can imagine. And we got to cut them a little bit of slack that they're, uh, you know, not rationalizing every decision perfectly these days. Yeah, and of course, I think too, which it's important to mention, is that we've got this big twist that's sort of new for this season. I don't know if you kind of were familiar with this or were aware, but for the first time, the winner of Immunity at Final Four, they pick the person to go to the Final Three with them, and then the remaining two players battle it out over over fire. So I'm guessing when we saw in that preview when Jeff said we've got one more advantage, I'm thinking that's going to be it. So, yeah, the winner of Final Four immunity, hypothetically Ben, he wins Final Four. He's in the Final Tribal Council. He takes, I don't know, Mike, and then say it's Chrissy and Devin left over. They'll do a fire-building challenge, and whoever wins is in the Final Three. So it's kind of yeah. it's this unique twist, which obviously puts such an importance on the Final Four immunity, similar to back when we had a Final Two, that you got to choose that person to go to the end with you. But um, I don't know how that well, will really- necessarily affected overall the only thing in that scenario that's telling me is that you just have to know how to make fire that's it if you know how to make fire you are in because your chances of either winning getting picked or like whatever but then as long as you know how to make fire you're fine and so it's an interesting scenario because now back in the day it used to be okay you had to win and then you sat next to one other person that's two people that's it but now it's like, okay, well, really, you only have to get to four. Yeah. <laughs> um, your chances are amazing to at least be sitting there. And then all you want is a shot, right? Mm-hmm. You just want to say that you got to the end. Yeah. And it's it's like, I think a lot of whispers about this season was that they had a very strong finish and there's, you know, even kind of floating. And I, again, I, I always want to reiterate, I don't know spoilers for this season. So this isn't me trying to like, you know, tease or anything like that, but there has been sort of whispers and rumors that maybe we could have a tie at final tribal council. Hence why Jeff brought it up last season. Uh, why oh, like a few people have kind of talked it up. I'm not sure. I'd love to see it. Uh, we used to ask that question here on the show in one of our final five questions, but um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's going to be fascinating to see. I'm just glad we have a, five on the final episode because we've been so used yes. to having six and we just get yep. shoved like it's, yep. it's just camp challenge know, camp bam, challenge bam, camp bam. challenge bam 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 oh we're at the final this is at least i feel gonna maybe spread it out a little because you were talking sort of like you know back first you know 10 seasons i mean god remember back to australian outback we had three people in the finale that went for two hours yes. we just learned everything about keith colby and tina we could yeah Great. <laughs> that's why we love them <laughs> yeah yeah but um i mean do you i guess out of these five, do you have a standout? Do you feel there's one person that is is the winner? Uh, or do you kind of think that it's it's really this open at this point? No, honestly, I, I kind of can't stand any of them. And <laughs> I kind of, but I also respect all of them, except for probably Ryan. Ryan to me is like such a little weasel. <laughs> He's tough. Um, and I don't think he did my, I think he, he played his, his the most at the beginning and so it's hard to sort and maybe it's just the edit right that we don't really see that much in the end but he hasn't really had such a strong story this other half and so i don't know i I, i'm just curious to see who wins and to sort of see the end of this and then apparently next season's amazing ghost Um, island uh which yeah so i'm kind of ready to shut the door and move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm intrigued to find out what on earth Ghost Island is. 
because I don't know if that Seriously. kind of twist has been leaked or not, because I haven't sort of heard what actually it is. But, um, yeah, I'm looking for... I mean, it's always exciting to get to an end of a season and obviously see kind of how it will play out and everything along those lines. And, um, you know, we've got a nice spread too. I think it's important kind of with the original tries. We've got two heroes, uh, two hustlers and one healer. So we've kind of got a nice little bit of yeah. a spread there too. So it's always good when we have these kind three of. tribe I mean, seasons. I mean, we didn't really have that on yours. Uh, sort of your original, you know, Calabao obviously didn't sadly make the final five, but uh, we still no. have, you know, your yeah. beloved Tandang, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so um, I said that we're the only tribe in history to have, well, I guess we're still, we still have that, right? Because it was our intact tribe still. I don't think anybody's beaten that. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, this season was the first season to ever have, three tribes go into the merge with the exception right, and certain people yeah yes didn't see tribal until yeah, but it wasn't completely yeah. intact um because Correct. each of the yes. yeah because I, I think kind of millennials gen x had three tribes at the merge but that was one of those ones where they turned two into three whereas this yeah. is the first one to start with three even though they did a switch they still were in three tribes as they went to the merge okay so yeah there's all these things and stuff like that when it comes to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got some listener questions, which we'll get to. Uh, and, of Great. course, uh, we'll also have to rate this episode if I just pull up my right screen. Now, I, I, I briefly teased in this one to you, RC, before the episode in regards to what we do, because we didn't do this back in the day four years ago. So, essentially, um, yeah. just with this episode that you've watched this week, if you loved it, you're going to buy it. If you thought it was okay, you're going to rent it. And if you thought it was shit, you just want to bin it and completely, you know, never remember that it ever happened again. So... What would you yeah. want to do with this episode? Buy it, rent it, or bin it? I think I'm going to rent it. Rent I think it. that it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I liked um, the challenges. I liked the reward. I thought it had interesting gameplay. Um, and I think mostly I'm going to rent it just because it's at the very end. So I'm ready for the finale, and I'm ready to see what happens. And so I was definitely entertained. And that's all you really want from a Survivor episode, right? Yeah, I would agree completely. I think it's definitely, it's not the worst episode. It's not the best. It's kind of just there. Had some entertaining stuff. But um, it's not one that I would go out of my way to rewatch anytime soon. So, um yeah, I'm I'm agreeing you there with a the rent. Uh, now, listener questions. Thanks to everyone who sent these in. As always, do check our social media pages for who we've got on the show and uh, send them in. Now, I will say I've got a few here too because uh, obviously we had to reschedule this from a few weeks ago. So there's Sorry. a few here that kind of don't apologize. It's completely fine. We've we've got plenty here to sort of skim through. Um, the first one that I wanted to. This is kind of just a comment. Jean, I, I mentioned this last week, I think, in terms of this season having so many female individual uh, immunity wins, which I thought I asked our listeners to send in, is this a record? Um, so we had Jean send in saying that uh, Survivor Marquesas had the record, that all women uh, won except for uh, Rob, the general. Um, this record huh. has never been broken since. So if Chrissy wins two more... Another one. She wins Oh, two. It. Uh, yeah, because there, there'll be two more left. So, because there'll be more, I guess, challenges in this one than Mark Cases. So, that's fantastic. I think, like, you know, we've only, I think it was, um, was it Cole or Devon won an individual immunity? So, kind of, there's only been one man who's won individual. Everyone else has been female. So, this is a. Uh, so, literally, that's the only reason to, vote, to root for Chrissy now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's a good point. Um, 
Yeah, I actually like that. I, you know, each challenge is really difficult in their own way and it suits other people's strengths. And so it's nice, but it sort of feels like it's an even playing field because a lot of times on Survivor, it's just not. It's not really desirable to keep women early on because they're physical challenges and you need big, strong men. Mm. So it's nice to sort of see that women are on an even playing field and getting equal opportunity and chances. And it's a, this would be the first time in a long time that we've kind of had such a male-dominated Final Five too, only the one female. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a while, I think, since we've kind of had this many yeah. men at the end compared to female. Uh, so thanks for that uh, comment there. Appreciate that. Uh, so one here... Leah P, one of our regular listeners, she was a huge Lauren fan. She says, RC, what do you think of Lauren on this season? And would you have made an alliance with her? I would have totally made an alliance with her. She's right up my alley. I'm more of like a guy's girl than a girl's girl. And so I think Lauren also is a guy's girl. Um, I loved her. And I said it. I loved her, like, um, pre-merge. And then post-merge, she really, like, emerged (laughs) as such a player and such a thinker. Like, I really loved her and appreciated her. And thought she was going to go far. And so, you know, the way she went out in, like, a flame of glory was wonderful. Because I think it's really a great way to take out such a huge competitor. Um, Sucks to be her. Because, like, you get taken out like that. You're like, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Also pretty dumb the way she played certain things, right? Like, giving away her idol and, like, this and the other thing. Her vintage. Um, But I love her. I want her to come back. And I definitely think she'll have that opportunity in the future. I agree with you. I think she's got a big fan community out there. Uh, Marlene Bottoms. And this is this is one we always, I remember, would get with you when we had you on the show. And I know you kind of answered this, but this was four years ago. So let's try this one again. Okay, uh, let's see what's different. <laughs> RC, <laughs> I know you were asked back for Blood vs. Water, but it had to be cut. But were yes. you asked back for Second Chance? And will you still consider playing again? Sure, I was asked back for second chance i usually get the call which is like really wonderful and um a great ego boost i have to tell you (laughs) um it's always around the same week every year and so when my person calls like i get a big smile on my face and it (laughs) feels really good um so was it last year it was second yes so second chances the reason i didn't do second well okay i will i'll go back 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 if you really want go um, I was really excited for Blood versus Water. I was supposed to go with my dad. Didn't happen. I was heartbroken. I was like, F this. But I also felt like it was God telling me I should never return. When it came, was it second chance? What was the one you had to ask? Was that second chance? Second, so second chance was the one where people, people vote voted and then game changes was the last. Yes, yeah, so second yes. chances was the so vote I- for one. Yep. I did not want to do second chances one because I was moving on with my life and I just got a job doing something that I loved. And so I just didn't think the timing was right for me. Um, and they wanted me like that week to say yes, a hundred percent. And I said, I just can't do that. I have no idea what's happening in May. I, I just can't do it. And so that's why I didn't do second chances. I don't think I did game changers because, um, not a lot of people know this, but I got married. And so I sort of knew that this last summer was not going to be great for me. I was focusing on my relationship and everything else like that. So that's where I'm at. Um, How I feel about the future is interesting because I love Survivor. And every time I watch a season, I grow more fond and fonder and fonder if that's possible. Mm -hmm. Um, In talking to you, I say that I have no idea how I would play because seasons are so different now um but the other side of it is that like i do want to have a family and i think that if i had a child like i couldn't leave and go play on an island and be selfish and so i feel like i have a little bit more of a window a couple more years to be like selfish and do things that i want to do that i won't have the opportunity to do in like five years 
So we'll see. I'm not entirely hanging up the leopard bikini. <laughs> so there you go, uh, CBS, if you're listening. You know, the next returning player season, you know, <laughs> RC kind of is a, sort of available just for the moment <laughs> for a few more years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I swear you're always we'll on these see. lists. We'll you're always on these maybe lists of, like, people who kind of are talking about future seasons. So, um, yeah. I mean, huh. you know, I'm going to say I want to see you back, RC. Of course I am. So, uh, Thank there you, you go. Thanks, Marlene. Uh, what have we got here in terms of questions? Um, Loretta, I think, again, this is always a regular question we get for you. Uh, so glad RC is back on the podcast. My only question for her is, do you keep in touch with Denise? <laughs> oh, Denise. Uh, you know, I don't. See, it's so weird about Denise because I was only on an island with her for two days. That's it. Um, at the merch, I didn't really get to know her. Um, and then she's she's really gracious and wonderful, but I also feel like she's um, a sex th- well, therapist. And, and so I think it was like a facade. I don't actually know the woman. I would love to get to know that person one day, um, but I don't really know her. And so we did not keep in touch because we had zero connection. There was like nothing there except for she won the season. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thanks. All right. I'll, uh, she has another question, but, but I'll answer By the way, I did not think that was the name that you were going to say. Look, to be honest with you, there's always a few people that get brought up in terms of you and everything. And I'm actually really surprised we didn't get any Mike Scoopin questions, which I'm not going to touch that. But uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now good, thank you. <laughs> we had, no, that's we've already kind of answered that one. Um, he's, a, he's a bit of a game. We get some people like to send in some games now, uh, RC, which is always fun. So Rachel Harper. She's given you here five uh-huh. names. Now, with it's, okay. this, is, this is kind of like a ding, marry, kill style game, but you've got five names okay. yeah. with five options. So you've got to either kiss, marry, have a lunch date with, spend 24 oh. hours on an island, or run away from these five people. Okay. So one per person. All right. So okay. I'll just read the five people out. So we've got Ryan from this season, Lauren from this season, Devin from this season, Sandra oh. and Abby Marie. <laughs> um, okay, one of my cho- choices: kiss, kiss, marry, Mary, have lunch, be on an abandoned island, or run away from. Um. Okay, hold on. Devin, Abby, Sandra, Lauren, Lauren, and Ryan. Okay. I think I'd be on an island with Sandra, I think, because that's the longest, right? That mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to pick her brain. I think she must be brilliant. I watched her in that last season, and we got to see more of Sandra than I've ever seen before, and now I know how she won, but I would love to know more, like everything more. Mm-hmm. So definitely that. Um, you know, I actually think I would run away from Ryan. Oh. Spoiler alert. I Yeah. That's not who I thought I you were going to run away from. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I, but I haven't figured out what I want to do with Abby yet, so I figured I'd, I'd at least get Ryan out of the way. I think I'd kiss Lauren. Mm-hmm. Be, uh, I, yeah. I don't know if she's a lesbian, but I kind of <laughs> like her, so I'm just going to kiss her. <laughs> we all want to kiss her. Um, I've got to marry one and have a, I think I'd have a lunch date with Abby. Okay. I think it'd be interesting. That'd be nice. I so you'd marry Devin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be, you know, it's been so long at this point, and I think she's probably moved on with her life, and, you know, she had another season, and, I mean, I don't know how long that lunch date's going to be. Maybe it's just, like, a drink, and then you leave, but, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I would marry Devin. Yeah. 
There you go. Although I think my husband's more handsome, so yeah, no, <laughs> sorry, that, that, Devin. That, just for the sake of the game, uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, now let's see here, uh, Ruth Marie. Now Ruth, she sends in this question. This is a very interesting one. So she um, kind of—I uh, don't know if you remember last season when Debbie had her little. Um, reward boat and she got to hang out with Cochrane and then she had to choose Oh yes, yes she yes. chose an advantage basically. So Ruth Marie has put this to you that if you were in a similar situation, you got sent in a boat with a former player and you were given an option of these four advantages, which of these four would you choose? So there is Okay. The vote tripler, which you can add three votes to any player at tribal, but the following tribal you're not allowed to vote. Uh, there's the right. spy bunker, so you get to go to the other tribe in an underground bunker uh, for 30 ah. minutes and kind of watch how things are going to go on. Uh, there's the this vote reveal, which allows you to basically come back to camp after a uh, tribal and you get a note in your bag telling you who voted for who. Um, oh, or the mutiny idol, which you can play to save Whoever has the most votes from elimination, but the catch is they get sent to the other tribe. Got it. Okay. So, first of all, I think that whoever came up with these should call CBS and, like, get these <laughs> yes. to be the new. Because they're really interesting. Um, you know, I think I think it would really just depend on what kind of situation I was in on the island at that point um, mm-hmm. to pick which one, which advantage I want. But sitting where I'm sitting, which is in a comfy bed in, like, a house... I think I would pick the vote reveal because knowledge is power. And I think that knowing how people voted, if it was like an interesting vote, I could use that to my advantage in swaying certain people. Mm-hmm. Good answer. I like that. Um, yeah. Granny Survivor, our beloved Granny. We have this long-term listener. She sends in questions every week. I don't know who she is, but she's an old lady, so we, we bear with her. Um, hello, dears. I can't believe this season ends next week. How time flies with this final five. I honestly have no idea who will win. Uh, I'm leading towards Ben, Michael, Devon. Ryan has no shot. Chrissy might not get any votes. Um, now, is the new jury format from season 34 back? Yes, I do believe it is, Granny Survivor. I think we do have this open forum. Uh, were you a fan of that? That kind of open forum that we had last season rather than individual questions? You know, I don't remember it. You don't remember it? I uh, literally do not remember it. Hold on. Um, you know, everyone goes in with their boat, with their minds made up. Mm-hmm. everyone, or at least that's my experience for my season, right? And so it takes, it's going to take something really, cata- like a catastrophe to happen for people to really change their minds. And anybody that says, oh, my mind's not really made up, they're definitely leaning one way, but they just want someone to like admit or say something, and they never do. And so I just think it's a waste of time, to be very honest with you. I don't think we even really need it anymore. That guy was that was like, pick a number, and I'll vote for the person who's like the closest to the number was kind of like a little bit accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can, I can <laughs> understand that. Um, so what Granny Survivor does, this is kind of like, and we'll close it out with this. So she kind of has a, a sort of a game thing too. This is just literally true or false. She's got five things here for you to just give me a true or false on, and we can quickly go through these. Okay. So these um, are basically... Denise Stapley Survivor Trivia. There's five facts here on Denise Stapley, which you have to say are either true or false. Oh, false. Okay. Alrighty, number one. <laughs> I'll try to guess. Denise won an Evolve Award from American Atheists for representing agnostics and atheists on reality television shows. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say... False, just because I, I don't even know what religion she is, so it, it, I don't think she even talked about it. So, I'm gonna say false. 
That is true. I've never heard of that before. Um, number two, Denise is the shortest ever winner of Survivor at five feet tall. I'm going to be true. That is true. She's the shortest ever yeah. Survivor winner. You're pretty short. Denise is not the record holder for most tribal councils attended in a season. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Denise went to every single one. No, she didn't. She didn't. Um, let's see. Let me see it's false. You're right. Apparently, Natalie and Russell both attended 16 in Samoa, whereas Denise only attended 15. So there you go. I didn't even know that. That's a good one. Um, Denise said on her bio that she had dated a famous baseball player. That's false. That is false. Uh, (laughs) The final one, Denise said on her bio that she really liked Stephanie from Survivor Palau. I think that's true. I think you got that's that's correct. I think you got four out of five there, if I'm not mistaken. Yay. Well done. That's a that's I think a record. Yeah, great. I should have realized that was true. It's so odd. Yeah, well, there you go. Granny, always a pleasure. And uh, yes, to everyone who's sending questions, thank you so much. RC, can I just say, absolute pleasure to have you back on. We're not going to make it four years uh, in between getting you okay. on for the, the next one. But uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to have you back here. And thank you very much for your time. And uh, yeah, we look forward to kind of seeing how the rest of the season is going to play out. And uh, we'll see how uh, we, we go in a week's time and who's going to be winning this game. Thank you so much, Ben, and thank you to the listeners and all Survivor fans. It's just so wonderful to be part of Thank you for asking me. And a big thank you to RC for her time on the show today and uh, much appreciated her being here, of course, uh, back for the first time in four years. If it's been that long, wow, that's crazy. Um, and to everyone who's sending a list of questions, thank you. Apologies to those we didn't get a uh, chance to get to. I know I kind of um, tweeted out and... Um, Facebook message out saying that we still had all the, the questions on fire, which we do. Uh, we just obviously didn't get a chance really to get to them. So, um, sure, RC will, will come back on the show in the future. So, uh, by all means, um, you know, stay tuned for that and we can always get those questions to her, uh, for thinking. Now, I did have another question here just for myself, Loretta. Uh, ben, when will next week's final, uh, sorry, will next week's final produce the best guest to recap or a big surprise? Um, we, we, we're currently in the midst of locking that in. Um, and as of right now, we do hope that it is actually going to be a first timer. Somebody who's actually never appeared on our show before. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Um, the five that you've kind of sent through to me here, Loretta, unfortunately, it's none of those five. Uh, we have, you know, attempted to get those five on this season, but for varying reasons, un- unfortunately, that, that has not occurred. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're hoping to lock something in kind of in the coming days. And, and once we do, we'll try and kind of get it out spread a little bit, uh, for that. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to this person. I, I was lucky enough to meet them in Los Angeles briefly and have a conversation with them. Um, sort of, you know, put it to them, like, we'd love to get you on the show. Uh, they said they would be keen. We've reached out to them and, uh, yeah, they're, they're very keen to sort of be involved on the final episode. So, um, obviously with scheduling things like that, it's going to be a bit tricky and kind of a bit, I don't, we're going to have to work it out because given that generally uh, the finale, the most recent few years around Christmas time has kind of been, you know, two weeks before Christmas. And this year they've reverted back to that, you know, the week of Christmas. So uh, we're going to obviously have to try and sort of get it done fairly quickly after the the finale into the fact that if we wait any longer, it's going to be Christmas time and then we're kind of going to, um, you know, lose a bit of scheduling time there. So stay tuned to our social media pages. Um 
Hopefully have that confirmed with you earlier this week and we'll let you know how that goes out. Uh, in regards to exit interviews, I, I did tease on this yesterday with our, our Ashley exit interview that not 100% sure how it's going to work. We haven't been informed by CBS or Channel 9 just in terms of who will, you know, whether we get to speak to all of the final five or whether, you know, we'll maybe only get to choose one or two of them and the rest we just put written questions to, uh, similar to what we kind of had with the JP Joe situation a couple of weeks back. I do remember when we did have exit interviews back in San Juan del Sur, we did get to speak to all of the, uh, the final crew but um yeah it's it's nothing has been confirmed so i hope i obviously sincerely hope that we do get that opportunity to speak to all five of them that would be my request uh if we get an option if not if we maybe only get to speak to the winner and runner up and and then the other three potentially are just kind of um given to us uh sort of through written ones we'll let you know but um stay tuned for that it's always going to be a busy few days kind of after the finale uh the great news though for australian listeners if you are listening to us in australia as i mentioned on the exit interview yesterday that once again uh the live finale will be streamed at the same time as the us midday australian eastern standard time on go so if you are home uh and uh not at work or at school or anything along those lines um, you can watch it live with the US. So it's a great way to kind of avoid spoilers and, and tune in with the finale. Uh, but of course, if you can't watch it, they will then replay it, of course, during prime time, 7.30 on Thursday night. So that's kind of great news for Aussie fans. Um, Go and Channel 9 once again really getting on board there and being fantastic in doing that uh, for for the finale. So I think that's a, that's a great option that they've given uh, Survivor fans in the last few seasons, and I hope it's something that will continue moving forward. So, uh, yes, yeah, stay tuned to our social media pages during the week. We will update you on all things to do with Survivor. I love this show. This is obviously where we've been born from, Survivor. I was into the Oz Network, but I'm going to say this. I'm very much looking forward to having a couple of months off Survivor. Uh, we have been nonstop since February, uh, you know, through... Through, through game changes, Survivor New Zealand, Australian Survivor, now Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. It's been a busy 2017 for Survivor fans and particularly Survivor podcasters. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a nice couple of months off to have to not talk about this show. But again, love Survivor. Love it. Love it a bit. Uh, obviously, it is, uh, you know, formed a large portion of my life. So, uh, yeah, I'm always going to love this show. But sometimes you do need a break. Uh, but we will be back next week with all that, as I said. In the meantime, outside of our Survivor coverage, uh, our regular recaps are out. Monday, we have Lost. Tuesday, Nip Tuck. Wednesday, Third Watch, of course. We have our uh, amazing interview with Third Watch actress Amy Carlson, which I'm actually going to put up tomorrow, Sunday, now that we've got this happening today, just so I don't overload you with episodes, kind of spread one out per day. Well worth a listen to if you're a Third Watch fan. If you've ever watched Blue Bloods and you kind of miffed off to why they wrote her character out of Blue Bloods and killed her off screen, uh, she does address that. She does talk about what happened there, so that's kind of great for Blue Bloods fans. Uh, but it's a great interview. It's a, it's a great chat and definitely very, very informative, particularly for Third Watch fans, so I will say that as well. Um, but of course, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, out this week, and uh, our spoiler free review is up. You can hear Colin and I talk about this movie with no spoilers. We released that yesterday, so if you haven't seen the film yet, you want to hear some opinions, you kind of want to get something to listen to before you go see the movie, listen to that. But we will be recording a spoiler episode early next week. Myself, Colin and Noah will be joining us. It's the first time I think all three of us have been on an episode together at once since our song recap episode on 007 nearly two years ago. So it's been a while since all three of us have sat down together but um i've got a feeling that's going to be a very very uh heated debate of an episode uh lots of talk about star wars the last jedi but um yeah so star wars fans you like that it's great uh and i will say um in terms of our christmas month which we um 
I guess I've been very slack on, given that we're about a week away from Christmas. We are in the midst of recording these episodes. We're just going to try and get them out, I guess, in the lead up to Christmas. So, um, we're trying to get the Santa Claus trilogy out in Christmas with the cranks. Kind of a Tim Allen Christmas month, which is really going to be Tim Allen Christmas week. Uh, so stay tuned for those. We hopefully get all four of those out to you before, uh, Christmas Day. So, uh, yeah, lots happening here at the Oz Network. We're busy, busy people. And we hope that you're enjoying us. If you do enjoy us, we really would appreciate it if you could like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube. And by all means, as I say all the time, on iTunes, if you are a subscriber to us on iTunes, uh, we really, really would appreciate it if you could just take a few moments of your time to rate us out of five, leave us some feedback. Uh, we'd love to try and get to at least 10, the double digits of feedback before the end of the year. Um, and, of course, if you're also on Spotify and Stitcher, we would appreciate that as well on there. But it's been a lot of fun having RC back on the show. If you're always fun talking Survivor. And we are looking forward to wrapping up Survivor. Heroes, healers, hustlers, who will win? Let us know who you think is going to win. And uh, very much uh, looking forward to seeing how it all play out. Thanks to RC. Thanks for you listening. My name is Ben. We'll speak to you next time here on the Oz Network. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.